Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap, Connecting Business Perspectives with your hosts, myself, Colton Cockrell, and Tricia Stetzel. Our goal is to bridge the generational, gender, and life experience gap in business through our unique styles of gathering information from our guests. Now let's get it started. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bridge the Gap, where we're connecting business perspectives. We are going to get all up in your face about fitness today. My name is Colton Cockrell, certified financial fiduciary and independent financial planner with Share McKinley Group. And with me today, I have Miss Tricia Stetzel. Thank you, Colton. In your face? Is that what you said? In your face? All up in your face about fitness. I mean, are you not pumped? <laughs> I love it. Now, I'm super stoked. Hey, everyone, Trisha Stutzel here, Results Extreme Business Solutions. Super stoked about having Eli Moden on the show from Iron Keel Strength. So Eli, NASM certified personal trainer with Iron Keel Strength located in League City. He was born and raised in Ponca City, Oklahoma, where he spent most of his childhood and young adult life in sports. He was a collegiate wrestler and cross trainer runner and competes in OCR and ultra marathons currently. He has always had a passion for fitness, but more for helping others in their journey to becoming healthier versions of themselves. Eli, welcome to the show. Thank you. You could tell Colton was like, he saw ultra marathon and was like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. My mind immediately was like, oh my gosh, I found a new best friend. Obstacle horse races, heck yeah, ultra marathon. Oh, never mind. I, I, <laughs> too soon. Man, that's the story. Are you a uh, Spartan? Uh, all the. Yeah, I do uh, Spartan, Tough Mudder, Savage Race. Dude, Savage um, Race is where it's at. Yeah, I do. I do them all, really. It kind of just depends on the season. Lately, they've been all shut down. They're kind of making their ways back yeah. in. Um, there's a good amount of restrictions on what we can and can't do. So right now, I just have uh, a couple races planned for the year. But um, so yeah, so that's mainly what I'm doing right now um, when I'm not either fishing on the water or taking pictures or working out. So I, I'm always I hear a whole nother show here. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> a whole I do a show. whole lot of things. I got, I got them all. I got them all. Well, just keep looking at your inbox because I've been getting like buy one, get one free, Savage Races, 25% off Spartan Race. I've been getting all these like huge discounts. But anyway, sorry, we won't make it about an obstacle race. We're going to get into fitness. So I want to talk about something that I sadly can't experience anymore because I am older. Um, Trisha, I can't imagine what you're going through, but I don't have my metabolism anymore like I did when I was younger. I used to be able to go work out and eat whatever the heck I wanted. And I still had a pretty... I don't want to say like eight pack, but it was pretty dang close. Yeah. Tell me, can I go in and just eat whatever the heck I want? And if I work out like every day, is that possible at my age, 20, late twenties, early thirties? No, I mean, I think that really starts to run out and it just, you're creating a bad habit. I mean, it, even when I was younger, I was one of those kids that could just eat popcorn, eat pizza, French fries. That was like my diet growing up, you know, and it didn't matter how much of it I ate. I still looked the same. Right. And so as I got to about 18, 19 years old, that all started to change. And um, no, you can't. You really can't. You can't outrun a diet is what I tell people all the time. People will be in the gym two, three times a day working, you know, two, three, four hours on fitness. And then they'll go home and be like, well, I I ate. I mean, I, I worked out for six hours. So sure, I can have a whole pizza or, yeah, I can have that six pack of beer or whatever. Like I burned it off. So what's it really matter? Right. 
Um, that's just not the case. So really just trying to dial in what we call your macronutrients um, and just really trying to dial those in to make sure that you're hitting a balanced number and then also a lot of sleep and recovery, right? If you're someone that's doing a lot of training and you're not getting enough recovery on the end and you're body's never actually going to grow and perform like it wants to because your body's just going to be eating off of that muscle to, to keep you going. Right. And so you need to make sure that you're getting the rest that you need. And you're also getting hydrated like you need to. So, you know, I always tell people 75 to hundred ounces a day is fluid ounces is the goal. Um, and it's tough, right? I mean, you should be peeing a lot, Really, you know, if, if I'm telling people, if you're peeing, the, if the only time you're peeing is during a meal, then you got an issue, right? So, um, I does can't this make it. this show explicit, Colton? I'm just I wondering. Think, uh, he said the P word. I think we have to. I think we have to put marketing explicit. So let me just just in perspective. So that's that's five water bottles, right? Sixteen ounce water bottles. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. Right. yeah. It's very do it's just like creating creating a culture, creating a habit. You know, once once you make that part of your routine, it doesn't become something that is a hassle or something that's a burden or something that's like a problem that you're like, I have to do this, you know, it just becomes part of your part of your everyday life, you know, part of your routine. And when you start to look back and you realize like, man, I feel good every day. I feel rested. You know, you're not fighting that, that mid after day grog, you know, you're not sore all the time after your workouts, you know, you're starting to be able to push yourself harder. Breathing is becoming easier during your workouts. You know, it's all these things that come together with your nutrition, with your, there it is. All right. So we got a water in the mix now about time. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that's really just what it's all about is, I mean, you, I tell people all the time, you can't outrun a bad diet. You know, you can't, you can't outwork it out. It's just, it's not how it's going to work. So um, facing that's just always an uphill battle when I have new clients or people that still want to eat really poorly. Um, and it just kind of goes on to being a, cons a consistent thing. Like, okay, if you want to have this pizza, right, that's okay. Cause we're humans and we're going to have pizza most of the time right? I'm a big pizza guy, as I said earlier. I'm still going to have my pizza. I'm just not going to have it at the same level that I was having it when I was 18, 19, 20 years old, right? I need to have a balance. I need to have what I call the 80-20 kind of rule. You know, I, I think that's important. Man, you're talking Trisha's yeah. language now with the 80-20. Seriously, I love 80-20. It applies to everything. I'm just yeah. saying, whether it's your mind, your body, your business, right? 80-20 is awesome. So, all right, Eli, I got, I've got, i got like 20 years on you guys, okay? I remember. We heard, we heard I remember. about that earlier. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, so what is... Uh, I, I get the lifestyle, right? It really is yeah. about changing the way you're doing things. Um, what about for people who are under a ton of stress inside their businesses, inside their work, inside their relationships? Like last year, I think I'm, I'm just being general. Maybe I shouldn't be too general, but a lot of people kind of lost their routine in 2020. So yeah. how do you, what's your suggestion or how would you, if somebody, you know, came on to be part of your team, uh, as your client, how do you get them remotivated after they spend a whole year eating pizza and sitting on the couch? And, and let me add to that as well, real quick, because that's a great question. Just include that for business owners who say they don't have the time to work out either. I think just finding, I mean, if those people are coming to me, they obviously feel or have a reason or something that's getting them to my door, 
right? So we need to dial in what it is, why it's important, you know, and just high-fiving that as much as we can is what I like to call it, you know, just inspiring it, motivating it, pushing that to the highest level. It's just like when you're training a dog for the first time, you know, you don't just start them off leash with no treats or anything, no rewards, you know, anytime they do anything small that feels good or feels great, you reward them, right? It's the same thing with me and kind of what I'm doing. When I see any point of greatness, anything good that can spark a match, right, to turn into a fire, that's exactly what I want to do, right? And so once you start to carry that over into, into their fitness, into themselves, then they start to carry it over to the people that they're around, right? They start to carry it into their work, into their life, and not just that fitness realm, but everything that they're doing, right? And it just becomes a lifestyle. That's what I'm trying to create. It's not just, you know, someone that looks good naked, but someone that feels good all the time, right? And that can push that to other people and motivate more people. That's just what I want to do, right? Um, it's just excite people, push people, to, to something that I don't think they always knew that they could, uh, but I can see if that makes sense. It, it yeah, does. no, I love, I love that. So back to Colton's kind of add on, um, any advice to those business owners, right. That are out there that are under so much stress and saying, I just don't have time. I think I've had a few of those clients lately where we have lots of those excuses, you know, of, oh, I just don't have the spare hour. I just don't have the spare 30 minutes, you know? And it, it's just finding your time in your day and what's important, right? And making it a priority. So I'll have people, they'll come in, they'll check out the gym and be like, oh, this looks great, but I just don't know if it's going to really fit my schedule. And I'll say, okay, well, how about you make me a list? And I'll say, well, okay, what kind of list? And I'll say, I want you to write down your top five things in your life, whatever they are, write them down, your top five things, okay? And then below that, I want you to write how long each one of those things takes, okay? And once you do that, I want you to send it to me and we're gonna go over it. And when we go over it, I guarantee you, we're gonna find 30 minutes, right? And it's just, it's make sure that they know that they're getting the value from me, right? I want it just as much as you do. When you sign on with me, you basically just become my, you're my biggest fan. I want to help you. I want to get you to do whatever you want, right? So I'm going to make that a priority for me. And I think that's what really comes across to people that are like, oh, well, crap, if he's willing to do all this to find time in my day, I should probably uh, invest in what he's doing because I think he's, he's on the right path. And I think that's usually what's always worked. It's just having them write it down. I think that same thing with goals or anything that you're doing, when you write it down and you got to stare at it every day, it becomes a completely different thing. Oh my goodness. Speaking my language. I'm about to say you and Trisha are about to be best friends. Um, But so throughout so far, what we've been doing this for about 12 minutes now, uh, 11 minutes. And the one thing I'm kind of hearing from you in all your answers uh, you know, you, you kind of hinted at it. You didn't necessarily say it, but you're talking about habits, forming habits, whether it's writing down goals, whether it's writing down one of your top five things, finding time to do something. Cause really you do have the time. You just have a lot of waste through the day. So t- let me, let me go into this. How important is it to form the habit of working out and how do you form that habit? I think when it, when you look at how do you create this culture, how do you go from, you know, not having a, a nutritional plan, not having structure in your day, not ever working out to putting all of those into one and just making it an an everyday thing. It does take time, right? And you got to pick that priority list, right? We're looking at, okay, what can I handle first? 
right? Because the last thing that I want is to throw everything at someone that is already feeling stressed and feeling anxious and feeling probably nervous and uncomfortable just walking through my door. They're going to feel overwhelmed and they're going to go, they're not, I'm not going to see them again, right? So I, I give them one thing. I say, oh, let's focus on this one thing and let's just target that as hard as we can. And when we get great at that, then we can look at form formulating something else to stimulate that other one, right? And so it's just a, it's one step at a time. And I think that's just always the the point with 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 everything that we do. If it's finding a new job, if it's you know going back to school, you know you, there's always a first step, right? And getting good at that first step. And once you get good at taking steps, then you start jogging, and then all of a sudden you're running ultra marathons for a hundred miles, right? And it just becomes part of your everyday life. I, I think I think we'd do a disservice to our audience if we didn't ask a question about ultra marathon. Uh, Trisha, I'm. <laughs> I mean, I'm just. I know what it is, yeah. but you, and no offense to you at all, you are psychotic uh, if you think running a hundred miles is fun. So, what pushes you to do it? My goodness. I think just getting uncomfortable, right? I enjoy finding the next barrier, the next wall, kind of seeing what's going to break me. Like when something breaks me, it kind of just lets you know that, that you're not who you always think you are. Cause I'm, I'm always telling myself, like, I got this, I can do it. I'm going to, I'm going to get through it. And then when you don't get through it, all you think about is that one wall that broke you and you can't wait to get past it again. Right. So at some point there's going to be a 200 mile race in the desert that I'm probably going to be running. You know, it's just always finding what's going to make me uncomfortable. Um, you know, and that's one of those things like I do and I enjoy them to a point, uh, but there's always a suck factor that is just things are going to hurt. Things are going to go wrong. Things are going to get bad. And you just really get a test where you're at mentally because your body is our body. I will tell you this our bodies aren't meant to run a hundred miles. I mean, they're barely meant to run 26 miles point two, Right. So the fact that you're, you know, adding so many more on top of that is just, it's, it's not meant to happen. It's a mind thing. It's not necessarily what your legs are going to do because your body at some point is going to break down. It's just how these races work. It's just going to be a mental point of, can I make myself even more uncomfortable to continue on? And it, it doesn't always work. I will tell you, your mind will lose sometimes, but that's what I enjoy. I enjoy just hurting and getting uncomfortable to get stronger. All right. So Colton, since you brought it up, I'm going to extend this conversation because I want to know how you run a hundred miles and how long, it, like not how you do it, but how long does that take? Like, how does that work? Do you sleep? <laughs> do you, what does that look like? I just don't know. I'm it not a runner. It depends on how serious, I mean, you're looking to do it. I mean, there's plenty of people that um, will take two to three days to run a hundred miles, you know, and then there's people that are taking 12 to 15 hours. So those are, those are like the oh, highest level bad. athletes that are running it at that pace. Um, my goal for the end of the year uh, in October for my hundred miler is to, is to be under 24. I think 20, uh, to 22 is pretty realistic for me. Um, so, so that'll be the goal, um, on that, but yeah, it's, it's, 
it, everyone's going to do it differently because everyone's skill set is different. Um, but usually the goal for most people is under 24 hours, I would say. Do, do you know who David Goggins is? Yeah, I actually did the uh, Goggins challenge not that long ago. So the, every four hours for uh, 48 hours, you run four miles. Yeah, I did that not that long ago. I actually have a, a YouTube video coming out for that soon. Oh, heck yeah, man. That, that's that's incredible. See, people like you who are willing to do those kind of things and just put your body through that. I mean, you don't want to do it, but there's a mental you can get past that mental barrier. So, I mean, you must be a very disciplined person um, just by knowing you run ultra marathons. I think that's incredible. So let, let's keep talking about fitness here because really, I guess we're almost out of time, but I just, golly, I have way too many questions. So let's talk about the, and I'm doing this in air quotes, the perfect workout. What is the perfect workout? Um, I would say for today's, uh, population, uh, anything in what we call the posterior chain. So anything backside related, lots of pulling movements. Um, so deadlifts are going to be a great movement. Uh, any rowing, uh, is going to be great. Anything that's going to get us out of this kind of rounded position that we always seem to find ourselves if we're on our phone or if we're on our laptop. Exactly. Right. So getting that, that backside up and nice and tall, I always say big chest, right. Let the girl show them. Yep. That sort of thing. If you could have seen Colton guys on the, on the video feed that we're on, he, uh, he, he gave a good display of his quote unquote girls. So, um, yeah. So anything on the backside, I would probably, I'd probably do a, a good, uh, like a Superman, uh, hollow body hold type of core exercise, uh, and then move it into, you know, three to four rounds of a deadlift, even like a lap pull down and a, a barbell bent over row. Um, and then I'd add in some conditioning of, let's say like a, a sled pull with a long rope attached and you're pulling the sled to you. Uh, and then probably some battle rope slams and a farmer's carry with some kettlebells. So this right. is all high intensity training, correct? That's what you're describing. Um, to, to, a to, a to a degree at the end, um, the whole, a lot of my sessions are an hour long and usually you got 15 minutes of warm up, and then we'll do uh, five minutes of core move into like a strength portion. So that's usually 15 minutes or so. And then we kind of end it with a, a finisher hit style type of workout. Nice. So it's, it's a good balance and we kind of run uh, on a cycle working through a few different muscle phases and um, yeah. Okay. No. And, and I, all right. So Colton, before you, before you take off from here, I, I, I just want to make a point here because we're talking about fitness, but I love this style Eli, that you have, which is your clients mean everything to you. It's not just about the routine, right? It's not about bringing somebody in the gym and saying, okay, you're going to do this and this is what it looks like. And every single person is on the same program. You care about the person you dig into what they've got going on. You care that they've got stress in their life, or maybe they haven't worked out in two years. Right. Uh, and you take them through programs that are seemingly to me personalized. True. True. I mean, I think that's really just the biggest thing is I'm not going to give someone a, a, what do they call it, a cookie cutter 
type of program, right? Because it's not going to fit what their needs are. And if they're not getting their needs, they're going to go somewhere else. I'm not giving them the value. And that's going to be a reflection of me. So when I say, oh, I thought you went to uh, go see Eli at Iron Kill. I was like, oh, well, I mean, he just gave me some run-of-the-mill stuff that had me sit on some machines and I just wasted my time and money. And I wouldn't go there, you know? So it's a reflection of me and how, and how I do and how I work as well. I'm not going to expect all these high expectations from somebody and then give them some lackluster programming right so i'm always going to give them the best of what i got and i always tell them up front i'm going to be on your team and i'm going to give you my best but i'm going to expect it on my end as well right i don't expect everyone to be 100 percent, right we're talking about that 80 20 people are going to have their slip-ups they're going to have their falls right it's going to happen right it's just being honest with me letting me know so that i can cater to that and help fix those problems Perfect. All right. So I got to, I got to ramp this thing up because we got to, we got to close the show, but I have one day, I have one more question. I have to ask you 10 seconds. How important is stretching? Oh, a hundred percent. You got to do it. It's it, that foam rolling lacrosse balls, all that type of stuff. Get on them, stretch it. Look, we're, you work out with me one hour a day. There's a 23 hours else. There's a lot of time that everyone's sitting rounded over crunched up. You know, we need to stretch. We got to do it, do it. That's it. Yeah, no matter how big you are, if you if you're super strong but have no flexibility, you're going to be miserable as you get older. I love that. Okay, Eli, real quick, if you had any superpower, what would it be and why? Oh, it, I always want to be the Flash. Run as fast. I've always wanted to be able to run super fast. Uh, I just I don't like water, so if I could just run across it and not to worry about swimming, I would be the happiest man ever. So basically your 24 hour ultra marathon would turn into 24 second ultra marathon. Dude, that'd be the best. I have had dreams about it. (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome. All right, Eli, uh, we talked about it before the show, but share with our audience what generation you're from. Oh, I guess uh, be the millennial, right? Yeah. Colton thinks he's the best. My man. (laughs) So do you feel like you um, most identify with your own generation? Um, no, I think people say I'm a, an old soul, but it's interesting because like only older people tell me that. So I don't know if they're just trying to relate to me and be more like a millennial or, or what that is. Uh, but people say I'm an old soul, but, uh, I still have a good time. So yeah, don't listen to those haters. You're a young soul. Uh, (laughs) so Eli, at this point, let's, let's do this. Uh, cause I want people to get your information. So go ahead and tell, uh, tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you. So name, uh, you know, your handles, email address, phone number. And if you can spell it because we are on audio only. So we want to make sure we get that information out. Yeah. So uh, my Instagram is cousin Eli. That's C-U-Z-I-N, not C-O-U-S-I-N, C-U-Z-I-N-E-L-I, cousin Eli on Instagram. Uh, my Facebook is Elijah Blaze, B-L-A-Z-E. Marin, M-O-R-I-N. There's no D in there and, and there's no O for moron. Um, Elijah Blaze Marin, you can find me there. And then my email is thrill eel. They're all wild. T-H-R-I-L-L-E-E-L at gmail.com. Hit me up there. Phone number 480-859-4097. Hit me up. Get in the gym with me. They got goals. I want to help them get them there. And I'm telling you, I, those those handles, emails, everything, it doesn't surprise me at all because you have to be pretty wild if you're going to be running ultra marathons and doing OCRs. By the way, hit me up too because I would love to do a obstacle course race with you. That would, that would be so much fun. Um, Trisha, 
Go ahead and take us out. I, I, I would love to. Eli, thank you so much for being on the show today. We're going to have to have you back so we can talk about those socks. Mm, word. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Thanks for being here with us today. And this concludes this week's podcast. Tune in next week for another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap, Connecting Business Perspectives. Thank you again for tuning into this week's episode of Bridge the Gap, Connecting Business Perspectives. If there's a certain professional or profession that you want to hear from, leave a comment in this week's Facebook post. Please subscribe and share this podcast. Colton Cockrell with Sharon McKinley Group LLC is located at 820 South Friendswood Drive, Suite 207, Friendswood, Texas 77546, phone number 281-992-5698. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, Inc. Member FINRA, Pacific. Sharon McKinley Group is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group, Inc.